Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. Today you'll hear Gary speak directly to one of his fans, Jewel, a winner of the 62nd Club. Jewel traveled to VaynerMedia's New York City office where they discussed the value of documenting over creating and Gary shared what he would have done differently in his 20s. 62nd Club. 62nd Club. That's Making dreams happen. It is blowing up. It is amazing. You know, it's getting back on the upswing. I took it away for a little bit for five minutes because I wanted depth, but I realized the depth of the comments didn't offset the excitement of that quick minute and just the action, so I brought it back and I'm getting real serious about it. But what I think has made me successful is I've always had one big pillar. It's kind of like eating a burger, but always having different compliments to it. I think a lot of people just eat the potato or the pickle or the onion or the mayonnaise or the mayonnaise and mayo or the ketchup or the jalapeno, but they never eat the burger. Like I have the burger, wine library, VaynerMedia, my personal brand, investing, those are my burgers, but I do a million things. I mean, do you know how many people think this, I mean, he's covering me for this. This is insane. I have no time. For me to be spending 49 minutes on this is so fucking crazy. It It makes zero sense, but it sits in the Gary Vee brand pillar. Mm -hmm. I believe in it, but it is me being ADD'd out. What I think you need to figure out is you've gotta create at least one burger. I've got four, right? right? You need to have one. If you feel you don't, I don't know yet. Because what the burger does is allows you to create the wealth creation or the financial stability that allows you to go flirt. Let's work backwards. At this moment of your life, what are the major KPIs? Like, you know, like if you go real long term, of course right now there's gonna be a lot of things like that money stream and different things of that nature, but like, if you can't anticipate good things playing out or not good things, like, how do you see it? Like, how big is your ambition? Like, like, and not like peacocking. Like, what yeah. do you, what do you, you're still a young man, but right. you know, you're, you're not 14 either. Exactly. What's your intuition say? So because this is a big part of it. Is that because you love being a leader and deploying your charisma? So I'm, on a, I'm the oldest of four boys. Uh, so you, you get a high from that leadership Absolutely. role. Absolutely. I get it. Do you feel like you want to be a personality? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I can. Do. So I think you know, and you, and I know you know enough about my thing, and I'm not going down the who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Don't be that 26 yeah, year old exactly. life coach. But I do think we've never lived in a time where people can be personal brands. I mean, it's really funny, right? I wrote a book almost a decade ago called Crush It, which is like go build your personal brand, and then I've spent the last 10 years making fun of people who, <laughs> because so many people try to fake it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's how I got to document over creating. Yeah, because then you don't have to fake it till you make it. Exactly. Now you can just, like to me, you're not any different, super, outside of a couple tweaks here and there, like me 26 years old was gonna be me this. Mm. Um, and I wish I was documenting that shit. Right. I yeah. wish I was going through my first, bi- like, <sighs> so devastated that shit's lost in history. Yeah. So, I, you know, again, just vibing off your natural charisma and the whole thing, that's the game. Yeah. You need to figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. And and so the, my thought process behind the blog is um, obviously I want to give value to people. And you want to do a blog written? Um, it'll be written so. Because so you can write? I can write, but I also have a lot of like videos, obviously a big piece. I think that's easy. Podcasts in an element to that, like kind of an interview type thing. Um, I think there's a lot of different facts. So let me give you something to debate. I, I think nobody has taken my words and gone real practical. 
like, I think somebody should brand the, like I think you should call it like the journey to 42. Yeah. Somebody needs to put some context around what I'm doing. Uh-huh. I think like 26, right? Yeah. The 20 year itch. Like I think you should write, like everything you should talk about is to getting to 46 years old. Yeah. Like nobody's synthesized down my thesis and made it about that. Document versus create was built out of my internal hate for perfection. Yeah, and I've realized that it doesn't get me anywhere when I try and be perfect. It doesn't exist. Yeah, you can't. It's a subjective call. The fuck is perfect? What I don't think people realize is by documenting and communicating on a daily basis, as you build an audience that is just interested in people, reality TV at scale, it opens up business development opportunities. You never know when you're gonna write something or say something in a video six years from now that unlocks the leader that wants to see you. Exactly. I had one of the most important, one of the great stars of the last 20 years team in here a couple hours ago. They came to me off of the documenting and creating. I think again, I'm give, you know, I, as you know, you've seen this. Yeah, I've had these specific meetings. Everybody gets slightly different like advice. I do think, I, you know, I think people don't know if I'm just being nice. Like remembering you from the DC event is easy because you have a little bit of a presence. I think you need to figure that out. And and what I mean by that is, I actually think you have a very basic blueprint. I think you need to communicate on a daily basis. Don't bullshit. But I do think a child of 21 locations in 26 years, a oldest of four boys, I think opening up, and you haven't opened up yet to me on what that 21, you know, that 21 locations has some dirt in there too. It absolutely does. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you need to find your cadence. I didn't open up about things, like I didn't talk about my struggles. It took me time. Yeah. So I buy into a 26 year old that's never built a $10 million business from a leadership standpoint because I buy into being oldest of four, especially if you can give me a story or two. Right. Yeah, no, you know, so I think I think um, I think you should definitely go hardcore at that. I'll say another thing, and this is as much for you as everybody's watching, because I think this is a new thought I have. I think there's a lot of D Rocks. Like I think a lot of people see D Rock and they know I pay him, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, shit, I can't do that. I have to do this." Yeah. I actually don't think that's true. I actually think there are thousands of people that are watching this right now, and even if you didn't have the serendipity and luck of being here, and now it'll naturally come to you in the comments of Daily V, right. you're gonna get this. I think that there's just like, if I were you and more importantly the 10,000 people watching right now for this advice, they should go to YouTube, they should spend a month, find 59, 159, 437 people making video content who have very few subscriptions. DRock could have been had. Yeah. Somebody could have emailed him and said, I think believe in your talent, come and be my partner. Right. Come and document me, I'm gonna be like that. Believe in me. I think you can sell people on that. Yeah. I would believe you. Right. Let alone 500 people who just wanna be artists and who just wanna do it. Yeah. and who want to be nomads too. So that's another thing to think about, man. You have to understand, it's a supply and demand game. Right. When people get mad about working for free, they don't understand it's all supply and demand. Yeah. Like no, no hardcore amazing computer developer works for free anymore because there's demand. Right. When there are unlimited kids filming, and of course, listen, if you're Steven Spielberg, go get, like go. But like before you're that, there's, I mean, where do you think, you know, it's so funny. Working for free, working for free on your terms versus getting paid dick to pay your dooms on not terms, it's not even close. The biggest thing you have to get over is having a 
dude or chick following you around on camera. Cause that's douchey. And I'm like the most egotistical and and self-promoter and it took me a couple months. So that's like, man, I'm gonna look like a douche filming myself all day long. Everybody looks like a douche when they start something new. Hollywood made fun of reality TV like nobody's fucking business. Hollywood make fun of the Kardashians like nobody's business. Everybody's a douche until they're a pioneer. As long as you don't bullshit it. People that are trying to sell $5,000, I literally had a guy email me and said, hey Gary, I need you to help me teach me social media. And there was something in the way he asked, I don't remember the second part, but he basically said, for my social media firm. That's what it was, right DRock? So I emailed him back and I was like, hold on, hold on. Are you charging people to sell to social media? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and you don't know anything about it? He's like, yeah. And he like, didn't get it. (laughs) And like, it scared the shit out of me, and I know why it's happening, but all you have to do is tell the truth. And you're, again, I'm giving you, and again, you know this isn't normally the way I push this hard. It's because I actually think you have charisma. And I actually think you're starting to give me some data, right? Like 21, 26, like, you're gonna have to dig into that. And remind people like, hey, like you know one thing, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I wanna give you this. I think the best thing I do, and I don't get to do it often because I keep myself in a lane, once in a blue moon, people ask me questions in a Q&A that are outside of marketing and business, and I always say I don't know. And it's amazing, I I actually wish more people, I feel like I'm gonna start planting people in my Q&As to ask me something about science or healthcare, just so I can say I don't know, because watching the faces, when you peacock the way I do, and then you come all the way the other way and go, I actually don't know that world, it's the greatest move, I wish it happened more often. Um, And I think you can do that. It provides no value if you bullshit people. But everybody's doing it. We're in a world right now where it's on the offense because in a world of fake news and fake data, what I'm more more fearful of is like if the truth loses its place in society, all bets are off. And so I get extremely upset when people compare me to other people that they think are like me just because of energy or in your face. You just gotta have your truth, so focus on that. I think most people fear my blueprint, which is I talk in a lot of contradictions Mm -hmm. because they're true and I think people are scared to be pigeonholed within a micro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, and I feel the negative effects of it. Yeah. People have reactions to me in both pro and con for that reason. Um, I got an answer for you, it's similar to Document and Create. Let it play out. Let it play out. Yeah. Nobody's gonna think you're irrational if you're rational in a 50 year window. Nobody's gonna think I'm a snake oil salesman when it's all said and done. Yeah. They did, mm-hmm. they may, they could still believe it right now because they're waiting for this, per- like this, like this inevitable shoe that's gonna drop that I'm gonna like close all my content down, or I've been actually quietly taking five dollars from you each month from your Venmo. Like, yeah. there's this cynicism exists, oh, yeah. but the thing that always beats cynicism is the truth at the end of the game. Yeah, my self confidence was so within. The thing I didn't need that so many of my friends needed in their 20s was things to put them on to girls, to the world. They needed a BMW. They needed a watch. They needed to go to Vegas and have table service. I didn't need those things, which saved me a lot of money, which meant I didn't need money. Right. And Dallas is a, you know, one of those places where the dollars and the perception lead to fun stuff. Exactly. I get it. I'm empathetic to that. Look, this is where it gets fun. 
this is where I get to say the things I love the most, which is, okay, and that's the game. Yeah, you're gonna do it if you want. I think the one thing I always tell guys is like, hey, and I mean this, this is some things are just true in life. I think boys and girls have to live life differently. I think, I think guys are impatient. I wish guys knew that at 40, you could be in the game as much as 26. You know, it's like, it's like, it's a real mistake. All these guys that want to hook up with chicks don't realize they should eat shit for seven years. They'll do way better at 33 than they will at 26 and have a fuckload more leverage for this magical thing they want. They're just posing and getting sniffed out and versus actually having it. And crush it, my favorite, the thing that I established that I want to triple down on is the 7 p.m. to two in the morning. I like the nine to five. One of the things I want to get people to do is get more strategic with their nine to five. I would argue. That's that's exactly what, that's where I was going still right now in that space. So the the job I have, I don't think it necessarily is long term, but I think there's value in what I'm doing that I can pick up on that maybe will help me when I make that next move or whatever. And now the question becomes, is there something else that you can do that pays you $10,000 less that's even more valuable to where you think you're going? Gotcha. So like if you truly think you're gonna be a personality, if you truly believe that. I think I could. You just need to feel safe with me. I think I'm safe with it and I mean, there's a lot of people that tell me all the time, like, oh my goodness, man, like, you have presence, you can do this, you can use Well, you this. do, you've got the looks and the vibe, like, you could. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's something I Well, then, actually... this is where I would say you should go to LA and make $15,000 less a year. Yeah. Because you'll stumble into more of it. Right, there's more opportunities that way. It's also the time to take risks. Yeah, I can fail now and, and rebound. You can do everything wrong for the next five years and be a ridiculously young man. Yeah. Like you can do nothing productive for five years and still be early in the game. I got you. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I wish kids understood that. Mm-hmm. And I love the space that you operate in too, man. Like I think I, I'm very similar with the contradiction of like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me, but at the same time I want you care. to like me. Uh, I've got the same thing. <laughs> so like that's just. It's a really good place to be. I actually probably feel like that's probably why I like you intuitively. That's the best place. Yeah. The genuine, I don't give a fuck for real. Yeah. And oh my God, like Sally Pants 44 in Ireland with three followers <laughs> says you're a jerk. I'm like, fuck, Sally Pants, no, I'm not. Yeah, right. Like that's incredible. Exactly. That's an incredible paradox that is that I'm fascinated by and almost wish on everybody because then you're cruising. Because really, then you've got two gears. Yeah. Then I, I can turn on feeding trolls when I want to. I can turn on, I can turn them, it's unbelievable. I can turn it on and off at any moment. Right. Like, just depending on what mood I'm in at that moment, I can feed you and go deploy being the bigger person, being like, I'm so sorry you feel that way, I hope we get to meet and I do that all the time. And other times I could say, cool, you, you think I'm a dick. Like, yeah. I had one with the, on Super Bowl night where the guy's like, and he's a great kid, I DM'd a bunch with him, I love him, um, him and his bro, but he was like, fuck you Gary, Tom Brady's 10 times, 100,000 times the man you are. And I'm like, cool, cool, let's shelf that for a comp- problem is Brady's a good dude too. Cause if he was just an athlete, I could have got one that, but I'm like, fuck, Brady's a good dude. So I was like, cool, let's shelf that for a minute. What about me versus you? Like I'm willing to pull either move. Right. Um, that's a great place to be. Yeah, no, so I, I enjoy it. I'm learning how to navigate that the right way. Yeah, it took me a little while too. And I think, uh, that's a, probably another reason why I really connect with your give, 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 give. It's like, leverage. Never take it if you never have to in a long, long My time. great hope in life is I never call in a favor. Yeah. I think the thing that I've done different than what people think I'm doing or 
people that they compare me to is I'm not selling the audience. Right. Yes, I've got a book every three years. Yes, I've got some t-shirts here and there, but it, there's nothing meaningful there. Yeah. All the revenue I make and those things combined aren't as exciting as what I do here in four minutes. Right. Um, and people don't get that. Yeah. Like, so what I would say is you've got to create a container to make money in yeah. that isn't reliant on being charismatic and manipulating that person into selling them some horseshit. Mm-hmm. That's been the great difference of me. There is no $5,000 course. There's no. not. Yeah. Give it all away for free. I do. And, and yes, again, but what has that done? It's made me popular, which has led to me being a headline biller for speaking. It's led to me doing TV shows. It's led to being awareness around the container I created for the agency, the container I, people go to the wine library to visit because that's like the mecca of where I started. Like every day there's somebody on social media taking a selfie like at the wine library, the house that Gary Vee built and you know, you know, if they buy $400 worth of wine, I guess I make 17 cents at the end of, like, like you know, so like to me, what, this is where you separate it. What I would recommend is figure out a container that you can put it into that isn't reliant on that and there's a way to do that without being a good business person. So what I was gifted with, the thing that people forget, and this is a big thing people forget, is I didn't say a fucking word. Zero, zero self-promotion, zero narcissism for 14 years. Yeah. And that's of the beginning of my official right. career. It was even longer than that. Yeah. Even, it was the triple reverse, I was a kid not complaining that I worked every day from 14 to 22 and then from 22 to basically 35, 2000 what, nine? From 34, like, you know, fucking didn't talk. Yeah. There was, I didn't talk. Work. I worked, I, you know, I, 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 I gave myself permission to talk. Yeah. You know, and whether people think that that's right or wrong, meaning like today, like that's fine, that will work itself out. But I was a good businessman first. Like this plaque represents 22 year old kid building a $60 million business in a retail environment selling beer, liquor and and wine. That has nothing to do with like, you know, like people every day. What has this guy ever done? Like I'm like, you are so, I'm like, now, the reason I don't get upset is I don't have the ego to think that they should have done the homework. Like who am I? Why should they do the homework on my life? They saw an Instagram video. Like, it's right. okay. Right. And, I, and by the way, my energy does look, on first sniff, like some of the bad stuff. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Here's what I would say, you've got two moves. One, you're either a good enough businessman where you've got an architecture firm that makes $3 million a year, and on the side, I mean, you know, like right now, Gary Vee matches my business, yeah. but it didn't when I was doing wine. Right. All the stuff that happened with Crush It and all my business advice, yeah, okay, occasionally somebody wanted to buy wine for me because they felt good, but I wasn't, it wasn't a natural flow, and it isn't here either. This company only sells to Fortune 500 companies who probably look negatively at the hype stuff. This is where people are confused. I have two separate things going on. You can do that, or you can play it the other way, which I think is a very smart way, which is what I would be doing if I wasn't a good businessman, which is you can eat shit building a personal brand, and instead of monetizing the audience, you monetize through a third party that has the audience's attention. What do I mean by that? I mean you produce, you produce, you produce, and then a third party conference wants to pay you $5,000 to speak, and so you're not selling directly to the audience. The conference, you're in the B2B business versus the B2C. I'm in the B2B business. Yeah, absolutely. 
My popularity is being executed in a B2B environment. I'm doing that with Apple for the show. I'm doing that with these conferences for the events. I'm doing that in those ways. I'm not doing it direct to consumer. I'm leaving economics, because I could do it direct yeah. to consumer. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving 50 cents and a dollar and giving it to there, but it creates such a better relationship with the people. I'd much, I'm willing to leave so much money on the table to have you feel about me the way you do. Yeah, uh, makes 100% sense. Cause I'm doing the long game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because all those people making lots of money on their ebook or this and that, they're becoming rich for the short term and I'm looking to become wealthy for the long term. So if you build and build and build, how you turn it into something is you start getting 180,000 people following you on Instagram or Snapchat or the next platform and they really care there's gonna be businesses that find you and figure out how to make that move. And that's where you should go. You should do what I do. You should go and biz dev and use your charisma with the biggest brands in the world. Go to conferences where they are. Try to reach out to them. Look at everybody's profile and be like, whoa, that's the CMO of Kangaroo Sneakers. Hey Rick, thanks for following me. Can we get a drink? You know, I do that with people. Like yesterday I saw Malcolm Jamal Warner, you know, you know, Theo Huxtable, you know, like like said something good about my car. I DM him like, hey, you know, like biz dev, for what you're doing, everybody, it's easy to monetize against your audience in the short term. Everybody's doing it. It's why it will continue to go down in value. Exactly. I think you should go work for somebody that you want to become like. I think you should do some real homework and look at who looks more like you. Okay, this one, like map them. Yeah. And you should go work for them. Okay. And get to as close to them as possible. And that's where you go and be an admin. I'm being serious. Yeah. Okay. Well, you see where I'm going? Yeah, because... Uh, Does anybody stand out? Like when you look at their careers? Have you done that work yet? Not necessarily. I think that's it. Like as long as it's valuable to you and as long as it's true, don't judge the content for the market. Yeah. The market yeah, will decide. Yeah. It just will decide. Yeah. might not come. Most people stink and aren't interested and can't pull it off. Yeah. But yeah. overthinking it up front is wrong too. All the breakthroughs come when, you know, like... Otherwise, there would be no pioneering. Mm. Otherwise, there'd be no new genres. Otherwise, everything would be the same. There's always something new. And the only way to win is if it's your truth. Produce. I'm not gonna give you a framework or a blueprint that's that detailed. Yeah, well, yeah, no. It's It's macro. It's making the switch. It's it's the bigger thing that I've been poking at periodically through this conversation. Give yourself permission to be willing to be a personality even though you think it's a little douchey and a little less logical and has some baggage. And once you own it, well then you're on your way because right now you're half pregnant. Yeah. You want it, but you're not ready to go there. And boy, do I get it because again, I'm so comfortable in my skin and this took time. Yeah. And I knew this was the right move. I knew documenting every day was the right move, but I was like, phew, now it's like so normal. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. even know he's here. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it makes me really understand why reality TV works. Mm-hmm. Like humans get really accustomed to their environment. Yeah. I would make the most drastic decision on a whim that you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, you rebuild. Yeah. Because I'm not scared. I think that's the biggest thing. Because I'm not for scared. For a lot of people, I mean, I'm not scared, but I'm scared. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the the Vayner media. Yeah, but I, but I had it the whole time. Like I think it's a I think it's a DNA thing. Yeah. I didn't learn how to swim until I was nine years old. And the only reason I learned how to swim was my six-year-old sister. I was playing knock hockey at the pool club. And I heard from a distance that my sister, my mom was cheering. My sister had just learned how to swim. Before she was finished clapping, I had my shirt off, <laughs> jumped in and started swimming. 
because I didn't want the historical narrative to be that my sister learned how to swim before me. So competitive. So competitive. You know, uh, jumping off that cliff in Jamaica on spring break, like I'm scared of like heights and things, right? That's what it takes. It takes just jumping in the pool, like, and then the second you do it, like it's your first kiss. It's like, it's everything, it's that. You're just gonna have to do it. And I think the best way to do it is a similar version of how you called yourself out on social, but a more extreme version, which is go map who you wanna be like, email them cold and their inner circle until one of them says, sure, you can work for me for free as my admin or my chief of staff and move to LA and do it. It will work. Here's why. You can always go back to what you're doing now in 24 months. The practical world is always open-armed. That's what the whole thing is built for. That's what people don't get. The practical world, the way school is built, to be an employee, they're waiting for you always. They're always there for you. To me, that's how I see the world. It's actually a no-risk game. It doesn't go away. It's always there. I iterate a lot. Like people think I figure, like I don't, I figure out macros and then it takes sometimes years to get to the micro. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. I try and micro it out. Everybody does. Yeah. I mean that's why I'm successful. Yeah. Success is predicated on pushing as high as you can and then working backwards. You know, I don't, I, I wonder when I realized how strategic the narrative of buying the Jets was. Hmm. You know? That's just my disguise for being obsessed with the journey. Yeah. I wish it never ended. The reason I don't want to die and talk about my funeral has nothing to do with anything other than I'm in complete bliss. Yeah. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it my way, the way I was built to do, and it's clean. Yeah. And like everything else is secondary. The followers, the money, the attention, they're all such a distant secondary to that space. That pure space of doing exactly what you want to do every second of your life the way you wanted to do it. Which is why I struggled so much with school. It was the complete reverse. It was rules and structure around something I couldn't believe in. And that's that's why I feel so much pain for the masses. Because I feel like that's everybody's job. As long as you stay in your lane, you will win. Stay in that lane. Make those analogies. I'm able to break out of my lane because I make analogies of things of how, what, you know, the reason people throw me into the motivations, I'm talking about life through the lens of business. It's why my parenting advice goes so far. It's why I'm writing Perfectly Parented because it's operations. It's, it's reverse engineering a human being. It's, self, it's all that stuff. It's, it's people's behavior. I understand it. Why this is easy for me? Yeah. Like I know I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I, I know you're right too. <laughs> so, and so I think the reason people are attracted to me is there's some there's a little bit of that immigrant Jersey street thing that like everybody gets value in different ways. Some people need a little bit of an East Coast push. That's my natural way of communicating, and that works for some people. Yeah. That's why it works for a lot of young guys. Love me because it works for them. Yeah. They can associate. You know. You know, middle America grandmas, not as much. The f bomb is a is a binary turnoff. The cursing's really fun for me because if one is unable to get through cursing to get to the message, they have no shot of listening to my advice. Yeah. It's almost another subconscious mechanism to not let people in. I actually think my whole life is that. Yeah. I think I 
act in a way that vets people before they get to me. It's not even for me. It's like, you know what's so funny? I don't need anybody. It's that there's no chance they're gonna get value out of me. People that are actually attracted to me struggle with the macro nature of my message. If you're stopping a cursing, you've got no prayer. You're stopping at fucking the first floor. I'm trying to get you to the 72nd penthouse. The people that like me get to 55, but getting 55 to 72 is a lot of work. If you're stopping at floor one, I'm not getting you there. If you're literally scared because of cursing, in today's world, that's what you're gonna, like, that's what's stopping you from hearing the purity of the message? Like, you're literally getting ripped off by people that are selling you stuff, you know, garbage, garbage, because they don't curse, and, and I'm out of consideration because of my cursing? You are a fucking loser. Yeah, got that mentor video out, and everybody's like, oh, you won't be my mentor. You are a mentor. Like, I watch it, I soak it in. I the mentor it. video was another proxy. Yeah. People aren't looking about, like, it's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. They take everything literal. If you, I do everything to weed people out, mm-hmm. to judge people. It's how I scale big businesses. All my rules and all my structure is to actually know who you are. When you leave a comment that like I'm wrong about mentorship, it gives me an insight to how you're thinking about things because you actually didn't hear me in that video, which is an insight to where your mind is right now. Right. That video wasn't about mentorship. That video was about go do. That video was more, more, more. Mm-hmm. You have to execute. Yep. If you keep wanting a mentor and a book and a course, you're just in the game of the learning. The learning is safe to you. Yep. You're paying for safety. Yep. These people are piranhas on your safety needs. Right. I want you out. And I think like, no, like These people want more followers and want people to stay. I want everybody out. Yep. I want to have four million followers with zero engagement. Uh, That's so, the reverse. It's so funny because you've done that exact thing to me. The reason people leave a struggle with me is I'm making them uncomfortable. Yeah. And They're struggling people. because I'm exposing its truth. Yeah. And everybody else is like, they genuinely don't like me pushing them for free to their truth. They'd rather pay somebody to reinforce their shortcomings. Yeah. Well, you can't, you I mean, it's insane. But here's why I do it the legacy. Nobody goes to those people and say, thank you for what you did for me. They go to those people 23 years later and say, you fucked me pretty good. You got me. Do you know that your grandchildren are gonna watch this video? Yeah, I think that's... Do you you understand? They're gonna be be kids when I'm dead for 30 years, they're gonna watch this, who love you, who you're their grandfather. And they're gonna be like, that, (laughs) that was when, like, could you imagine could you imagine if there was video right now of this nature of some iconic individual or even iconic in your own family, like the person that made it for the, like I couldn't imagine watching videos of my dad sitting in a room, being in America for one year with a heavy accent, getting good advice that, like that's insane. Yeah. Watching the Grammys last night and these tributes and I'm like, that's what I'm drawn to. I'm like, I want tributes. Yeah. I just do. Yeah. And like, fine, like, you can be mad at me for that, but I find it amazing. I feel like people who are really obsessed with their legacy give the world the most. Because yeah. that's their selfishness, post game. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is trying to take. Yeah. No, go find who you think you're like. Go do some real homework. Yeah. Find the person that's, you know, I'm not that exact thing. Find that balance of charisma. Try to figure out who that is and then go work for them. That is the best piece of advice I could give anybody. Yeah. Go work for the person you think you are. Because if you map with that person 80%, like DRock and I map philosophically. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have the same skills, but we're the same kind of 
dude in our heart. So that helps. So like watching him evolve in 24 months, there was no filmmaker that was gonna teach him that. Maybe there is, but do you know what I mean? And by the way, if there is that filmmaker with that EQ mapping, that would have been the person. But it helps. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. I'm gonna have to do my homework. Do your homework. Yeah, I have to keep you updated on that. Please. I'm also, uh, I'm late to this party, but I'm jumping in the 2017 challenge. You are? Yeah, so. Well, by the way, that's interesting to me because you know, you didn't come across as hardcore like selling um, because we didn't go down that path. To me, the biggest reason I love the 2017 flip challenge is because teaching people how to, you know, that whole like you can bring them to the, you teach people how to sell, you unlock a totally different thing. I can't wait for this spring and summer where everybody's garage sailing and flea marketing. I can't wait to, my weekends are gonna be so fun with people like sending out details of like, it's, by the way, it's been such a selfish thing. People posting, I bought this t-shirt at the thrift store for a dollar, I sold it for 9.99, that high of the flip, even not even my money, is the greatest. It's not even that, I love the flip, yeah. the action. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I'm like, oh my God, you bought a Smurf figure for 40 cents and it's nine bucks? Like, I just get off on the flip. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.